Hi, I'm Elena, and this is Utah, the Wild Wacky West, where you can get all of your weird history and legends specifically about Utah. We'll be covering topics like Brigham Young, the monstrous bear Old Ephraim, the shocking Mountain Meadows Massacre, Highway 666, and much, much more. Hi everybody, this is Utah, the Wild Wacky West, and I am Elena. This week we're going to go in for kind of a long one, and we're going to have dinner with the Donner Reed party. So, I don't, it's a pretty popular story, but I'm going to try and get a lot of information in, so hopefully you'll hear something new. So, the Donner Reed party was started in 1846 and they were doing what most people do back then traveling to they were traveling to California um, and they were supposed to be using the California trail that goes through Wyoming Idaho and then Nevada and eventually California so initially it was led by George and Jacob Donner and James Reed and it just included their families at first and they left Springfield Illinois on April 14th in 1846 and there was about 31 people it was their families and then also like the employees that were helping them drive the wagon so they joined a main wagon train in Missouri and they left on May 12, 1846 from Independence, Missouri with a larger wagon train. And actually, this was really late for most wagon trains to leave. They would usually leave at the latest in late April to beat the weather because the they had to cross the mountains and if you got snuck in a snowstorm as they do it can be real bad so they got to Fort Laramie Wyoming on July 20th 1846 and this is where the Donner party and the Reed party became officially the Donner Reed party because they split off from the main wagon train and they took a quote-unquote shortcut called Hastings Cutoff. The cutoff was made by a Lansford Hastings, and he claimed that it'd take off more than 300 miles to their journey, and because they were already late, they were like, that sounds great, let's do it. But it actually ended up adding 125 miles. So it ran north of the Great Salt Lake, and it was across horrible conditions. They had to go across Wasatch Mountains and the Salt Lake Desert, the whole Great Basin Valley, which if you've ever been there, there is nothing, and it is awful. And the other problem was that no one had attempted this shortcut with wagons before, so they were going to be the first ones to do it with wagons and actually um, I believe it was Reed one of his friends 
warned him against going because he had gone with Hastings on foot across this cutoff. And he said, there's no way you guys will get there in wagons. But he was ignored and they, they went. And their party, who split off from the main party, included about 87 people. There was 29 men, 15 women, and 43 children. There was a lot of kids. So when they initially left Fort Laramie, Lansford Hastings, the guy who made the trail, was actually supposed to lead them himself, but he had actually left a couple weeks earlier with another wagon train and was leaving, was leading them. And he left them like little notes along the trail saying, hey, it's fine, we're doing great. But in actuality, he had taken the wagon train that he first, like that he was leading right then, he had made them turn around and go back. Um, so this uh, shortcut, this trail, added nearly a month to their already long journey. And during this time, they lost 32 oxen, oxen and four wagons across the desert because they would either get exhausted and die or they ran off. So during this time, it was obviously really tension-filled because the farther they got on the trail, the more they realized this was not a shortcut. This was way bad. So in October, Reed and an employed teamster in another family got in a fight, and Reed actually stabbed the man to death. And they took a vote, and... They were, one man wanted to hang Reed for what he did, but the others just agreed to banish him. So he was banished and rode west on horseback with, I think, another teamster. But his family remained with the wagon train. So they actually, even though they had this long um, kind of, derailment from the Hastings shortcut, they still were able to reach the Sierra Nevada in time, like the mountains, but the snowstorm that it's kind of famous for was early. So within like a day, it had covered the mountain passes with several feet of snow, like eight to 10 feet of snow. So they couldn't pass the mountain safely. There was just no way to get their wagons and food and themselves over this snow. So they were treated to Truckee Lake in November. And they had already lost a lot of their supplies and livestock along the trail because of the crossing in the Great Basin, over the Great Basin. So actually, the most famous part about the Donner Reed is that they cannibalized each other, but in actuality, only about half of the members resorted to cannibalism. Um, the other things that they ate while they were there were they ate pack animals, dogs, they gnawed on bones, they made a gross paste that um, was made of boiled animal hides and water. 
They boiled leather. They ate tree bark. They kind of did whatever they had to do because they had nothing. And they were, the lake was frozen. The, um, they didn't have good shelters. They just were in a not good place. December 16th, 1846, the Forlorn Hope hike started. They took 15 of the strongest wagon train members, tried to hike out and get help. It was 10 men and five women, but eventually they just kind of resigned themselves to cannibalism because they weren't able to hike out and they couldn't catch food. They couldn't do anything. So before so they kind of, before they ate anybody, um, they had to figure out who to eat. So they considered drawing lots for human sacrifice or having two of the men duel and then they would eat the loser. Very brutal. But before that happened, an, um, one of their members just died of natural causes. I think it was frostbite. Um, or hypothermia, and so they just ate him. Um, during this hike, there was actually supposedly a murder, two murders actually, of um, Salvador and Louise. They were Native Americans that had joined the wagon trail, and they refused. So the story goes that they refused to cannibalize people, and they ran away from the rest of the hikers out of fear that they'd be murdered, and they were actually found again frozen in the snow and they were laying in the snow absolutely exhausted and basically starved and William Foster one of the other hikers shot them in the head and then they were eaten so I guess their fear was valid um eventually after month, after about a month of walking, seven of the original 15 made it to California. And it was actually only two men, but all of the women who had joined it made it. And when they reached California, they organized a rescue effort for the rest of the party. So the Donna Reed party was still stuck, and it took months for them to get them. Because they just had to get so many different rescue parties that it just took forever. They, so they were rescued between the months of February and March 1847, and the, the party had been stuck there for five months, and it took two and a half months to get all of them out of the mountains, and many of them actually just died trying to hike out. So the most famous was actually like the most famous of the immigrants that were found was Lewis Kiesberg. He was the last to be rescued and he was found in April, 1847. And it was said that he was half mad and surrounded by cannibalized bodies. After he got back, a lot of people wanted to put him on trial because they thought he had murdered them to eat them, but it was actually never proven. So, actually, for the party itself, the, um, 
there was the main party that was stuck by the lake and then there was actually the Donner party who was um I can't remember exactly how many yards behind them but they were separated they were actually by a creek and they were in a totally different area than the rest of the party and they went just as mad as the other ones and there were there's actually written accounts of um, the daughters and things like that saying talking about cannibalization and everything that they went through because a lot of people actually question whether this happened or not but because because there's no evidence of cannibalization in that area right now they've had anthropologists search it but there's just no information there's or not information there's no evidence because they can't find any bones or anything but this also happened in 1846 right by a lake and river so it's very likely that it got washed away but you never know um people still say that it is true because of the first-hand accounts and journals and letters that they've found but there is always that kind of other side where you never know um so back to the rescues the most famous rescue was a um was made by a man john stark and he was in the third relief party so there's five parties that went and he's in the third one they found 11 immigrants in the mountains and they were mostly kids because honestly most of the party was kids and luckily they were the ones that mostly survived so but anyways so he found 11 him and two other rescuers found 11 immigrants in march 1847 they had actually been left there by an earlier rescue group because they were so exhausted that they just couldn't like keep making them walk so they just left them and the two people he was with grabbed one kid and left with just the one but john stark refused to leave anybody and so he actually guided the entire group by himself and he would carry he would carry one a kid in each arm so he would be carrying two kids he would carry them a couple yards set them down and then go back to the group pick up two more kids set them down and so on and so forth until they had all made it out of the mountains so he was very determined and kind of a badass because that's a lot of kids to carry so out of the 81 well so 87 people started and then actually only 81 were um trapped in the mountains because they had died like along the way and then reed and his a, another person had went along with him when he was banished so there was only 81 who had been trapped there and only 45 of them had survived and also a quick side note reed did make it to california and as soon as he got there he tried to rally a rescue group because he had kind of figured out oh my family's not here yet not here yet that's not good and had just assumed that they were trapped in the mountains and he was right but the rescue group that he tried to 
like get for them couldn't make it past the snow so that's why they didn't get any rescue kind of parties to them until the members of the forlorn hike had made it to California um so there was 41 people in total who died five died before they reached the mountains and then 35 died in the mountains either from being trapped in the hypothermia starvation or cannibalism and or they died trying to hike out of the mountains and then one actually only well luckily only one died after getting to california so it's kind of like you did all this work you got to california and then you died which sucks but only one did that. So the luckiest people were the family members because there was 15 solo travelers in the wagon train and only two of them lived, which I think that's why a lot of people are like, maybe they did get murdered to cannibalize them because the families weren't the ones who died and got cannibalized. It was the solo travelers. Again, it's all just guesses but you do have to wonder why only two of the solo travelers lived but it did kind of destroy a lot of families because there was about a dozen families who started out in this wagon train well who started out in the official wagon train of the Donna Reeds but only two of them came out fully intact the Reed family was one where no one died, and then also the Breens. So George and Jacob Donner, actually both of their wives died, and then four of their kids died. And then another immigrant, William Eddie, lost his wife and his two kids as well. I think he lost his entire family. He was the only one that survived. Um, So the Donner Pass was eventually named for the party and it is a railway slash highway that connects San Francisco to Reno and along it is um, the Donner Memorial State Park and the lake that they stayed by um, and they have like a lake, it's Donner Lake. Um, and if you look at the map, there's actually maps where you can see their exact trail. And uh, they eventually all ended up in Sutter's Fork, California. And funnily enough, even though this was so horrific and so many people died, it didn't stop people from coming to California at all. Actually, um, this was before the gold rush so the gold rush happened and california was flooded with people and so they just they knew a lot of this the news of it had spread like wildfire because it was such a big deal that people had cannibalized people and it just it didn't matter to anybody they just they just wanted to go to California. Although I don't think they took Hastings cut off anymore. That was not a smart idea because it went through mountains 
and trying to get yourself up a wagon or up a mountain is hard enough but a wagon up a mountain it's not fun so I don't think anybody used that cutoff anymore but they did go to California and there's actually letters from people who were in the Donna Reed party and they encourage people like there's one from um I think she is writing to a aunt or a sister and she actually encourage her encourages her to come to California and make the the trail because it's just there's there was so much gold and there was so much like prosperization pros yeah that it was just better to come to California. Yeah, so that was the Donna Reed party. I hope you learned something and enjoyed. Thank you.